What's up, fam? It's your girl, Yvonne, and welcome to another fantastic season of the Authorized Move podcast, your number one spot for information, inspiration, and transformational living. Guys, in everything you do, remember, keep with us and keep moving forward. We have some amazing guests coming up this season on the podcast. So sit back and relax, and we're going to jump into this next episode with my special guest, recording artist, Shar Hill. What's up, fam? It's your girl, Yvonne, and welcome to another amazing episode of Authorized Move. Guys, I am super excited about tonight's episode. We have a very special guest in the building. As always, we know that you could be anywhere doing anything with anyone, but you are choosing to spend this time with us, and for that, we are truly grateful. Guys, tonight my guest is... Philly-born singer and songwriter Sharon Hill. Sharon Hill is the granddaughter of the famed gospel singer Johnny Jones of the Swanee Quintet Gospel Group. She is the great niece of late famed comedian Jackie Moms Mabley. She is a singer-songwriter in her own right. She travels the world, gracing the stage. She's a member of several professional show bands and she ultimately has a leading term as a background vocalist for popular Philadelphia musical artist Miss Vivian Green. Sharon headlines um, some of Philadelphia's hottest venues so all my Philly fam everybody that's out there moving in Philadelphia you need to find out who this girl is wherever you hear this name Sharon Hill you you hear that she's going to be performing that that's where you need to be so guys welcome to the podcast no other than miss sharon hill what's going on sharon hi great people oh that's you got your little singing voice oh i mean your little sexy voice on guys okay so i have to tell everyone for the listeners as amazing as sharon is and as amazing as a uh, artist as she is this episode is special to me because before sharon was any of these great amazing wonderful things she was she is my big sister (laughs) so that was her first performance (laughs) My first assignment. Yes, her first assignment was not to kill me. <laughs> so what's up, Sharon? Welcome to the Authorized Move podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm delighted and excited to be here. Awesome. So why don't you um why don't we jump into this conversation? Um tonight we're gonna be talking about what it means because in the podcast we love to be a source of encouragement and empowerment for entrepreneurs and essentially what you've done in your career is taking the power out of someone else's hands to tell you how much money you can make where you can go you know what time you can get up what time you can go to bed and you've taken that power and you've turned it into a successful career as an as a songwriter and as an artist um but the wonderful thing and the amazing thing about your story is you did this as a single mother of three. And I did. Yeah, yeah. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about that. Um. So, well, this journey, I guess, has been um, 
you know, preordained in, in a sense. I um, found myself um, a, pregnant at 16, um, basically kind of forced out of my um, parents' household. Um, and before I was 20, I had I had three children. Um, by the time that I was 20, um, thank God I've always um, had a thirst and a passion to just kind of, I don't, I don't really know how to phrase this, but I've I've always had the, this like this deep desire to do great things. If I had my mind set on a goal or a dream, I was going to realize it no matter what anybody had to say um, about that. So the narrative of you know your life being over after you have kids, or especially if you have those kids when you're very young you know it's kind of like a repeated you know statement that i heard um even before i had a kid um that you know if you have a kid early your life is going to be over you're not going to be able to do anything you know your dreams are going to be trash i just knew like there was no way that god had given me all these gifts all these talents and all these abilities and passion for that was going to die with birthing children so coming from you're you're born into this musical family, you have music in your blood, you you have the gift to write songs and you know that from a, a child you want to become an artist and a songwriter. Then you have these three children before you're 20. Tell us what that moment was, that what was that defining moment or what led up to that defining moment where you said, you know, three kids in all, I'm going to pick up and I'm going to move towards my dream and my goal of becoming a songwriter and a recording artist. Um, I would say that 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 specific moment um, to just do it came after um losing a job that i had worked really really hard to get like having the kids early um i knew that i had to finish my education so i was able to finish high school on time and i knew that i had to get a job that would help me provide for my kids so i specifically went to school um to take up medical um administration and I worked really, really hard um, to get in this job at, you know, this hospital that shall remain nameless. But there was a hospital here that I, it, and it was my goal. And I've just always been a real goal-oriented type of person. But there was a very specific hospital that I wanted to work at. And even in that, you know, there was adversity with people saying, well, you know, I went to school. I spent all this money on a degree in medical administration. And... I think for the first two months after school, there were, you know, my friends that I went to school with, they were getting jobs and, you know, and I just couldn't find a job in the field that I wanted. And I had people telling me like, well, just go and be a janitor. Like, I'm like, I didn't go to school to be nobody's janitor. Um, but I managed to get a job at this um, very specific hospital that I wanted to work at. And it was, I served at that hospital for many, many years. And um, there were a round of layoffs. But I had noticed within myself at the time, I was just doing music kind of as a hobby, um, where it was just kind of like on the weekends, 
you know, one or two days a week. I, you know, I had a, a nice little band that I was working with. We would do hotels and casinos and restaurants and things of that. And I was, at the time, I thought I was fulfilled with that. Like, I thought that that would be enough. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm operating, I'm singing, I'm, I'm doing what I love, you know, but I have these kids that I have to provide for. So... There mm -hmm. are a lot of people that have that entre entrepreneurial spirit. Rather, they want to, you know, rather they're creative and they're an artist and they want to work for themselves and, and market and brand themselves or rather they're in sales or whatever they're mm -hmm. doing to, to be able to have control of their own lives. A lot of people are in that process of I want to pursue this dream. I'm pursuing this dream after work, on the weekends, getting up early, mm -hmm. staying up late. But I also mm -hmm. have children and I have mouths mm -hmm. to feed. And that's real, mm -hmm. you know. So what is it that pulls you through when your dream is very real, but your need for financial, you know, sustenance is very real as well? You have to, I'll say this, um, I didn't come to a place where I was just like, you know, nothing made me actually decide to just go for it. God pushed me and I wasn't even ready. So I like, it was like being pushed off the cliff and having to build your wings on the way down. Like I had got laid off from that job. So it was no more, you know, but I was going to work every day, tired and frustrated. I hated being in a cubicle eight hours of the day and being on public transportation two hours out of every day you go into a job that I just really my heart wasn't in it anymore and God said um I'm giving you an out he told me to write my resignation letter for that job my resignation I wrote the letter it sat in my desk for two weeks two weeks and I, I just couldn't bring myself to um to hand over the papers so it came down to a point I went to work one day Everybody had pink slips. They were laying all of us off. It was like God said, "All right, you don't want to move on your own. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you." Like you know what I mean? So you know, I was kind of set up to do it, and it, at the time, it was just like, "Well, here's the perfect storm." Like you know what I mean? Most people would say, "Okay, this job fell through. I just gotta go get another job." What I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, and I'm telling you, I tried. And I went on interview after interview after interview after interview. And I was hired about five different times. And when I say that there would be some technical issue or something, some hurdle that would like, I literally went to maybe two or three jobs, two or three of those five different jobs that I had applied for and got, right? And within weeks of me starting, something would happen to where I would be called an HR, like, Oh, there's an issue like I went through a staffing agency there was an issue with your staffing you have to go back to your agency or oh this assignment is over and it was just like God was like I told you we're not doing this anymore you know what I mean I gave you a dream it is time for you to get it out and then I just started to take on um you know dig into musical opportunities because I had been offered to go on tours and do different things like that for like a year or, or so before me having to leave my job actually came. And I would turn it down, even though I had this really long and this deep long and desire to do it. I had to turn it down because I was like, oh, my kids are young 
or, you know, I'm not going to be able to get that time off from my job. But I finally started answering the call and, you know, the the calls just kept coming and opportunities kept getting bigger. So, and so bigger let me and let bigger. me let me jump in here. Let me jump in here because I want our listeners to really hear what you're saying. Like sometimes mm-hmm. as a as an entrepreneur or as a person who wants to control their own destiny, who wants to control their own life. There are opportunities all around you is what I'm right. hearing you saying. Like the opportunities were there and most they people want to stay stuck in that security of a nine to five right. instead right. of looking at um, the opportunity. I know that Bishop T.D. Jakes has a saying that a lot of times opportunities come wrapped up in the sandpaper of opposition. And so for so many of us, we want these opportunities. We dream of these opportunities. We desire these opportunities, but we don't see them as opportunities because they come hidden in opposition. So, so what is one, what's one thing that you can give our listeners to tell them, this is how you, this is how you unpack that opposition, or this is the paradigm in which you need to look at that opposition in order to see the opportunity. You have to be willing to check fear at the door, you know, like all of it's scary. Um, the, the uncertainty of it all, but I feel like that's where God meets us. And that's, that's where we find, we find God in the uncertain times. Like if we had this mapped out and we could just, you know, write our own stories we would there would be no need for him and who he is and what he does and he does all things well we know this so we have to trust that those opportunities those doors that keep opening those you know those those little knocks at the door we have to trust that he has a plan for us that's greater than what we know greater than greater than our own desires even most times you know most times we have the dreams and we have the, the the desires to do it but those are it's just meat and potatoes compared to what he really has in store for us if we would just answer the call like you have to be willing to check fear at the door and you have to know that even if you go for it and it doesn't work out in the way you would desire or hope for it to that there's an opportunity for learning there that's going to lead to a greater opportunity for for your purpose you know what i mean you have to find the the blessing in every opportunity and sometimes it's not always going to you know equate to money or finances it's the learning and the preparation in it all that really prepares you for the thing that you're really for the big thing that you're seeking you did this you did mm-hmm. all of the touring you did the going back to school getting your education finding different ways to sustain your family and take care of your family you did all of this but essentially by yourself so mm-hmm. how did being a single mother of three prepare you for what you're doing now because a lot of people see being a single parent as an obstacle oh i have my children and and so many times especially as women we hear it all the time oh i gave up my dreams to take care of my kids you know how Mm -hmm. how what where did you find that balance like what was that balance like what was that everyday life like where you have to go on tour chase and pursue this dream you know pursue your own personal happiness but at the same time do that 
while taking care of and being responsible for three other children. So many people, while they're on this journey to entrepreneurship and fulfilling their purpose and moving towards their steps, they have responsibilities. Like they have real life responsibilities. They have spouses, Mm -hmm. they have bills, they have children. Mm -hmm. So what was the balance? How did you keep that balance between making sure that you were taking care of those children and then also making sure that you were pursuing your happiness and pursuing, pursuing your dreams as an artist? Well, um, the first thing I, I think I learned very early on that there, there is no such thing as balance. Um, there is no such thing as balance. It's all about prioritizing and, um, and working according. Like I, my kids are my priority feeding my kids and housing my kids are my priority. So I have to do what I have to do to make sure, you know, like there is like, there's no, uh, you don't take no for an answer. You know what I mean? When, when you hungry like that, when you know that those kids absolutely depend on you, their well being depends on you. You get out here and you make it happen. It, it, there is no taking no for an answer there there is no stopping you ever seen um a lioness you know what i mean like looking to provide for her children you you're not stopping her you know what i mean you're getting her way getting her way if you want to you know what i mean whatever obstacle whatever hardship it's like okay get in my way if you want to but just know that i'm going to cut through you because i have these babies that I have to take care of and also just knowing that they're watching me and everything that I do everything that I say they're going to repeat you know whether it's it's good bad or indifferent you know they're going to likely do more of what I do versus more of what I say so I can't tell my kids or say to my kids get out here pursue your dreams pursue your passions um, be amazing people and not show them what that looks like. Yeah, I I totally agree. That is that is so important. That is vitally important, especially for people who are pursuing their dreams or moving towards their goals, whatever field of entrepreneurship or business or sales, whatever it is that people are setting their minds to do. I think what one thing that you said was paramount and in and that is you had to be mindful that they were watching you so mm-hmm. you couldn't just talk about the dream you actually had to show them number one mm-hmm. you, you couldn't you had to hunt number one mm-hmm. t- for yourself but you also hunted with the mindset of i have to show them how to hunt and yeah. so i think that is vitally important you know we grew up in the era of do as i say not as i do you know we right and it didn't work <laughs> and it didn't work it didn't work you know and it, it worked it worked in the opposite way and I you know I just didn't want that for my children I didn't want that for my children I did not want to repeat the same mistakes um for lack of a better word like I just didn't want to repeat the same mistakes um with my children you know what I mean I was just like you know listen I had them early I'm not going to be ashamed of of them, you know. I God was blessed me with some beautiful, amazing um, kids, but I wanted I wanted very different for them, you know. I didn't want to be the mom who 
sat around and, and didn't get an education screaming at my kids to go get their education. And I think that um, speaks to, I think that, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just want to really make sure our listeners are getting the meat in what you're saying. Because rather you have children or not, I think that when you are a leader, as a mother, you you mm-hmm. were a leader. You, you are a leader. As a mom, you Absolutely. are a leader. And it doesn't matter if you have children or not. Some some people ha- are leaders in their business. Some people are leaders in their homes. Some people that listen to this podcast are leaders in their churches, you know. And I yeah. think it's very important when you set a goal or when you are trying to achieve your dream and follow your dream. I think it's very important to have that lioness attitude because of the people who are coming behind you. Because of the people who are watching you, it is very often said in the, in the, in the church community, you know, be aware of how you walk out your faith, be aware Mm -hmm. of how you chase the thing that you can't see, because when you give up, it gives other people permission to give up as well. And, 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 and the opposite is true when you succeed. It gives other people permission to succeed. And so what I hear you saying is that your children, you aren't going to give them a reason to not succeed. You are going to give them every reason to say, if my mom can do it under her circumstances and push through those circumstances, then certainly I can do it. I, I definitely feel that one of the biggest deterrents towards fulfilling your dreams and walking in your purpose is the misunderstanding of circumstances. And Mm -hmm. like you said earlier, circumstances, they come to teach us. And Mm -hmm. if we are willing, and I just had the same conversation. So funny that we're going back to this because I just had the same conversation with my last guest on the podcast. And, um, and if you guys didn't get that, make sure you, <laughs> make sure you go back and listen to that episode with Sila Ward. That was our last episode. And she had a phenomenal story as well. And her, her story, um, although very different from yours, she was able to extract the same life lesson, like don't accept no for an answer. Um, you know, and so I think that is critical that, that, that the listeners really pick up on that is that when you chasing and moving, it's gonna, you're gonna move through circumstances, period. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. Yeah. No one's exempt. No one's exempt. Like circumstances are going to come no matter what you're doing. Even if you're in that nine to five, like if that's, your true goal and that's what you want to do like because entrepreneurism is not for everybody like everybody's not built to be out here on their own some folks thrive as leaders of of a dream and of of something of something that's already established other people thrive as leaders um in those places but you're still going to come up against circumstance like there's still going to be circumstances preventing you trying to prevent you from getting out your purpose and you have to you have to be you have to have a worry attitude inside where you're just not willing to cave unto those circumstances so so let's move a little bit forward so you've pushed past these circumstances you had that go-getter mentality you didn't quit 
you know, you made it through. Obviously, all of my beautiful nieces and nephews, her children, they are all adults now. You said like there's a whole lot of them. <laughs> there's only three. There's only three. I, I claim one to be my own. She looks just like me, but that's just my personal opinion. Uh, but they're all grown. You you raised all of your children. They're all in college. Woo woo. And Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and, well, they do it. <laughs> and so now you you have the opportunity to live the dream. So tell us what it's like to live the dream. Because I don't want to just speak to the people that's in the struggle. I want to speak mm-hmm. to the people that's living the dream and it, because certainly there are challenges that come along with living the dream so let's switch modes you know from single parenthood and and you made your way through that to pursuing happiness even after you've achieved the dream so tell us a little bit about what you're into now and and what your life been has been like since you've become a, a recording artist um well i um, I will say that I woke up, I wake up happy, um, you know, most days, <laughs> um, and excited and looking forward to my day because I know that I get to walk out and live out those things that I've always desired to do. Um, it is still, however, very much hard work. Um, there's a lot of competition in, in the world of music and creativity and, um, Oh, and constantly because you're an entrepreneur, um, while you're not, while at least I'm not at this point in my career, sitting around waiting for the phone to ring, I, I am able to say yes or no to two things at this point. But um, I'm at a place now in my career where I'm totally looking to do me. Like I've been in a supporting role for a very long time in the business i've been traveling i can say kind of like the world now because i've been out of the country a couple times um but traveling the world living out this dream and and doing music um but i'm looking to now move into a place with my music where it helps me create opportunities for other people where i'm not just looking for the check in it all you know i am I'm writing and co-writing and and learning production and you know doing the, doing the things that will cause me to kind of give back and open up doors for people that are coming behind me. Right, that's that's um, super important. Um, it reminds me of the scripture that talks about you know give and it shall be given. You know, give yes. and it shall be given. Good measure. And I, I often hear that summed up in this phrase what what you make happen for someone else god will make happen for you and i want you know i want to dig into this this idea of little bit a little bit because we're talking about going from you know your hardships as a single mom and you know persevering through that and and ultimately you know talking about the pursuit of happiness and so while there is a pursuit of happiness in your struggle there is also a pursuit for that same happiness in your success and I think Mm -hmm. it is very important for people to understand that once you do get on the other side once you do make it you now have a responsibility not to people you know to serve other people for their sake only but I think Mm -hmm. there is something tremendously humbling about why you are where you are 
And I, I, I personally believe that people who only live for the check become unfulfilled. Yes. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so what is it that, you know, what is it that keeps you in that place of remembrance that this platform that I now have is, it, I did not just get here for me. You know, I got here in order to be a servant. How does being a servant add to one's own personal happiness? Well, I think we learn that as just followers of Christ. Um, he was like, he's is, he was the biggest service person. You know what I mean? Like he's the blueprint of being a service person and really understand like it doesn't get any you can't get any bigger than being the son of, of god like you, you know what i mean than being the only begotten son of god like he could have been walking around like I'm the, I'm the i'm the begotten son get away from me like you know what i mean um but he was like that that's the blueprint and i think once you fully grasp that once you fully understand that if Christ himself was a servant, like, and you, then you learn to look for the opportunities to serve other people, not just the people that you work with. Um, and for myself, the artists that I work with, but the people that often, I always say that I'm ministering to, because I feel like every time I get an opportunity to grace the stage, that's ministry. You know what I mean? Looking at my life and, you know, the fact that I probably, like, I could say the enemy tried to take me out quite a few times. Um, so having these opportunities to bless the stage and just to impart any small thing into people, you know, to give people hope, to just to have opportunity to make somebody's day for the hour or the 30 minutes that they're listening to me better than what it was before they came to listen to me like that's ministry um to me so the the servanthood like it's just it's who i am because i understand how it keeps me moving and growing growing in this you know the moment that i mistake any of this the moment i start getting full of myself and and thinking that i'm bigger than what i am I feel like it's the moment it can all be taken yeah, away. Yeah, I hear people say that often and I think it is I think it is wise for a person to recognize that you didn't get this far for your own. You know, you mm -hmm. didn't get this far for your own. We look at people like Mahatma Gandhi. We look at people like Dr. King. We look at people like Malcolm X, you know, even people modern like Barack Obama. You know, anybody who has a large platform, you know, anybody mm -hmm. who has a large platform, there is this thread unless they're selfish. And because this is my podcast, this is not a political podcast. So I'm going to keep my own personal political views out of it. But we can see the difference between selfish leadership, you know, yes. and leader servants or servant leaders, servant leaders, servant yeah. leaders. And so when you talk about Jesus Christ, his model was servant, le servant leadership. Um, mm -hmm. You know, people didn't follow him. Some people followed him for what he could give. But those who followed him to get to know him, he was able, well, actually he was able to serve both. And so I think that servant leadership 
is a model to follow because we see the result when we have leadership that doesn't come from that place of service you know you can be catty you can be divisive you know you can Mm -hmm. be uh, you you turn out to be a petty but because you're not fulfilled you're not fulfilled within yourself right you're not fulfilled within yourself you're not happy even with the blessings that you have you take that for granted um and in this this line of work it's the quickest way out the door (laughs) your name and your reputation and how you treat people are the things that will you can be the most talented person on the planet you can sing to kingdom come and not make it because of your attitude because you're hard to work with you're hard to get along with you know i I think that that is definitely the difference between those of us who um come into um this industry looking to serve you know the people that we're with versus those of us who come into it looking for the next me opportunity you know looking for like oh i'm just gonna use this so i can get here so i can get there because you don't know what opportunities are waiting for you as a servant you know you might go in thinking that you're just gonna be a singer and come out and be a whole stage you know stage producer because your attitude opened a greater a door greater than you even thought you were gonna have right i i, I think that's super important i like the fact the, that you said when you come in with a with a me attitude when you come you know when you come in with that attitude of of it's all about me what can i get that's the quickest way to repel <laughs> to yep. become a repellent to people who are truly successful yeah. um john maxwell says in his um book 21 uh law irrefutable laws of leadership law number five is the law of addition and what that law basically talks about is the fact that real leaders add value to other people's lives by servicing them And Mm -hmm. so if you want a following, if you want people to hear what you have to say, you want them to hear your music, you want them to 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 buy into your product, buy into your brand. You know, the quickest way to do that, you know, Eric Thomas also says it all the time, you know, is is servanthood is servanthood. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, servanthood on on the road no matter which part of the journey you're in you know in the in the earlier part of your journey you found yourself into service to ultimately your children and then to those who you served in the medical community um you know i as your sister you know i know you serve your family members you know when when we get together for family you know time you you know it's nothing for you to take somebody's kid or have some kids you know that's not your own (laughs) yeah you know or or whatever needs to be done and so be the organizer for a long time until someone else wants to take over (laughs) yeah shout out to leland (laughs) shout out to to our little brother lee but you know i i think that is 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 monumental because people don't follow people whether it's following their their career rather it's following their their business model whatever it is people don't follow because of your talent or because of your gift i think people are attracted to us by our gifts Mm -hmm. or our talents or our skills but what ultimately keeps people 
influence what what ultimately gives us influence for for a long term with other people is how well we are able to serve them in the in whatever environment and community that we find ourselves being a part of i agree guys i am super excited we're gonna stop it right there hopefully miss hill miss sharon hill will come back and join us for another episode Uh, (laughs) we are going to call it a wrap on this episode of authorized move podcast sharon before we get out of here why don't you tell the listeners how they can hear some of your music if they want to connect to you can you tell us how to reach you and give us some of your handles oh absolutely so you lovely, beautiful people can follow me um, at Char Hill Music, which is C-H-A-R-H-I-L-L Music. That is my website. So if you go to charhillmusic.com, you can get me that way. If you're on Instagram, I am at Char Hill Music. If you're on Facebook, I am Sharon Char Hill. And if you're on YouTube, if you search Sharon Hill you can find me that way. Um, the music itself is available on every major, um, major, on every major. Mm. What you thinking platform. about major? <laughs> I was trying to say digital and major at the same time, but you know, tongue tied. So on every digital platform, um, title, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, Amazon MP3. Any and everywhere. If you just search Sharon Hill, it's it's spelled. It looks like Sharon, but it's spelled with a C. So you see it together, you might be like, "Oh, her name is Sharon," but no, my mama named me Sharon. <laughs> um, so, so if you search Sharon Hill, you'll be able to find me any and everywhere. Um, I appreciate the follows. I do follow back. So um, yeah, follow me, and I'll follow you. And I'm looking forward to the rest of the journey. You guys joining me on it. And so, guys, we're going to wrap it up by doing a quick recap of our podcast on tonight. We talked about pursuing your happiness or we talked about the pursuit of happiness. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are. Everyone has circumstances. But as you move towards your dreams and your goals, one thing you're going to have to pack along with you is a lioness attitude that no matter what you're going to do what you need to do with all integrity to take care of your business as well as pursue your passion and your goals never say no do whatever you have to do to make your situation work for you you will eventually make it to the other side and when you do make it to the other side remember why you're there you only have a platform as a vehicle for service Take that influence and use it to impact the life of another person. And guys, when we do that, we can be sure that we'll keep taking steps to move forward. So guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Authorized Move. Stay tuned for a special treat. We're going to have Sharon's latest single, We The People. You can find it wherever music is streamed. Thanks for tuning in to Authorized Move Podcast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Peace.